Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Overcomers Club podcast. This is a show where me and my mom, we share our stories, our testimonies, amazing, crazy adventures, and amazing ways we've been able to overcome through the power of Christ. We have an amazing topic, pretty amazing topic. I mean, how many times can I say amazing, but it's true. The only, and I only say this because I don't ever hear people talking about the type of things that we do. Um, and that's really just giving all glory to God because we have been able to grow because we have normalized talking about such hard topics. So I want you to know just a little bit overview of our format is that we just simply tell our stories. We talk about the things we've been able to, what we've been through, and we're going to really go through those things today on give you some practical tips scriptures and things you need to know about how to really find that balance you need in life life can be extremely hard extremely busy i mean i have to be honest i'm one of those people i have to constantly constantly try to um strike a balance like i have to it's not it doesn't just come natural i'm I'm an entrepreneur um i have a best friend i'm a daughter I'm a sister, um, and I am also a teacher in many different realms when it comes to graphic design, um, NFTs, crypto, and I find my time is just always being strapped. Like, I always have something to do, but I feel like balance is just, in, in my soul, it just feels like something that God wants us to have. Like, I want to welcome to the stage my mom, Kathy R. Peters. Hey, mom, how's it going? Going really good, Maya. How are you tonight? No, I'm doing well. I'm thankful because I feel like when when we were just thinking about topics and I feel like it's amazing how many crazy things we've been through. I'm glad that this is one of the topics to talk about this week. I feel like it's been yeah. such a we're getting down, you know, to the end of the first month of twenty twenty two. And whoo, I'm gonna tell y'all. It's been a long, great, but long, very long month. (laughs) I agree. I definitely agree with that. Yeah, so I want us to jump right into it. We want to thank everybody that's listening. Shout out to our consistent listeners. And we are just, we just want y'all to know, like, this is not something that you should feel as if you're the only one going through. Like... (laughs) I feel Definitely like, not. You know, I feel like a lot of us, we see, we always, we hear in the space like these gurus, right? These people that feel like they've ascended to a higher level <laughs> and all this, like, you know, you know, they have just on a whole nother realm. And I like to think that I'm definitely uh, leveled up spiritually in a lot of ways, but I just can't help but say that balance is one of those things that is constantly something you have to work towards. It's not just like you achieve it one time and you're good, like you really have to work on it. Yes, I I would definitely agree. And and when I was uh, thinking about this topic for tonight and I took the word balance, um, I don't know what other people visualize, but when I hear the word balance, I literally think of that actual balance scale where you have 
the, the one one pan on one side and one pan on the other and that's what life sometimes can feel like like you're trying to get everything to have an equal distribution of weight in each of the pans and sometimes it looks like one thing takes up more weight than uh, than something else so i agree with you i think it's something that is fluid i think it's something that we um continually work at trying to keep everything um equally distributed in our in our pan so to speak and i took that that being in balance and what came to my mind maya is really i think the amount of balance we obtain is based on our belief system. I think it's about mm. what we believe we are here to do, right? I think all of us, if you think about our lives from day to day, the amount of things that we do, what we give attention to, what's important to us, family, work, you know, whatever it may be, but really what you believe is to be important and what you believe you have to do to be successful in life and have an enjoyable life i think speaks to you know what we do for the balance or lack thereof you know so in other words if, yeah. if you know what i mean so if my if my mindset um is that i have to hustle and you know and scuffle and i have to get out there and i got to make it happen at any you know cost any means necessary my belief system is going to be a little different from someone else that recognizes that there's a different way to live and so oh, you know so the belief system what do we really believe do we really believe and and to be perfectly honest those of us who are of God and we have accepted Christ in our life we should be able to model a different way to live and exemplify balance than the way the world does it you know because the world has its own flow and its own hustle right mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. and and the world has its its chaotic um, way of doing things that they actually pat people on the back for you know it's okay if i step on you to get to the next position it's okay you know if if i'm cutthroat right it's okay if i'm cutthroat and i'm i'm making the money you know so the world's definition of balance and those of us who are of god actually probably may not look exactly the same because we as god's children aren't supposed to go about our day-to-day -day lives with this constant need to be accepted by man to a degree that we sacrifice the things that God said is important. Mm. You know, no, God, you know, I love that. Because God put us here, that. right? God put us here for His purpose. His purpose. We are created for His purpose. We are created to bring Him glory. And I think the greatest challenge to not being balanced is when we forget that. You know, when we get into our heads you know i got i gotta i gotta make this happen i gotta do something i gotta i gotta do this i gotta get out there and i gotta you know scuffle and i gotta push people out the way and and so you know that's why i said really that be in balance is what do you really believe do you believe that you gotta just do what you got to do or 
do you believe what God says? Yeah, you know what? And as you were saying that, and just painting the picture of balance, I see it as a constant. It's always like you're walking on a path and there's always two, like an opposing path of choice. Like every time, because I find like I'm super big. Like I really am. Like, I mean, my phone um, is pretty hot. Um, I have meetings. Yes. Consultations, yes. right? Yes. yes. But I, But the one thing, like, even though I have all these things I have to do, there's still the choice to take a break. That's right. There's still the choice to take a breath. There you go. There's a lot out, of good, a lot of good B words we're coming up with. <laughs> that's it's, right. It's really a lot of. It's always that's what it's like. It's always a constant. Um, it's a struggle in terms of like it's two opposing sides and are always pulling on each other. So that's how I see balance. It's like finding that good middle ground, right? Where you don't get too lax. Where that's all right. you do, and you're not in in productivity mode, or you're not achieving, you're not executing any goals, but not working so much that you don't remember the last time you just did, you know, you just did something you actually wanted to do rather than you had, you know, you felt like you had to, right? Um, because you know, and all, and I think it's it's interesting, and I feel like I'm always trying to find that, like, keep that balance. Like we were kind of talking, doing like our little pre-show earlier and we were talking about it and I was like you know I think like I'll, I'll compare myself as I'm, I guess I have a lot of childlike qualities as you know there's different at one point in my life I was the kid that I had a bunch of you know I, it's like I had a few toys to play with and I was always just debating on which toy and then eventually I got really good at just okay playing these toys this, these days, it's like I was that kid, and now I'm in Toys R Us, and <laughs> they're allowing me to play with all the toys. And I'm sitting here like, okay, how do I figure, you know, how do I, how when I'm yes. so enticed to do all these things, I want to do all these things, I enjoy to do all these things, how do I now find a balance um, that's actually going to equate to me being happy, not being stressed out. And I think I've, I've been able, God's been able to show me that way. Um, and that's well, what that, we want to yes. be able to share with you all. Yes. But it, it can be extremely hard if you don't have that center point. Um, if you don't have that point, you don't, and honestly, that center point is God, exactly. that place where you can just escape the world. Um, for instance, and I and I kind of want to get into this because I feel like some people it's working out, some people it's you know it's taking a walk, it's taking a nap, but I really think that even deeper than that, um, spiritually you have to have uh that time away with God, and I love that God and His Word, He describes Himself as being like being in a secret place. Yes. Um, being in a secret place, and, and this is a revelation, um, and I'm going to get the scripture for it, but being in a secret place really means that regardless 
of all uh, who, whatever might be chasing you down whether that's the you know whether that's that draw of life whether you feel like bills are chasing you down you feel like jobs clients opportunities are chasing you down you have this space where you're untouched and where you can just rest where you can regroup where you can think where you can be protected and where you can get yourself back together and it, it's a lot of it's it's a lot of um, it's really a blessing like to be to constantly get in that space and it's really just getting into God's presence and the more you practice it it really really it, I feel like that's that can change your life um, with me I do Christian meditation so it's not in a new age sense of trans you know whatever I don't do all this like chanting no but it's really I love this um it's a meditation app called soul time and they literally help you just meditate on the scriptures in the bible it's, it says that blessed the man that you know who meditates on the word day and night so it's it's a biblical principle of like really taking your mind off of everything else and focusing it on this one principle that God is, is talking to you about in a day and, I, and it really really helped me um, like today for instance um, normally my Fridays aren't as busy but it was extremely busy um, but yeah that's in Psalms 91 and Psalms 91 one of the most powerful Psalms in my opinion because it is literally about protection and some of you might like be like well what do you mean protection sometimes you need protection from yourself from all the demands of life. Um, if you're somebody like me, you're constantly sought after to be a speaker, to talk, to um, engage with people. You need that getaway spot. And you need to realize that you need to really be, you have to be intentional with having balance. It doesn't just happen. Um, it really doesn't. And I've realized, you know, I've realized that, that recently, you know, I agree. It, it does. It doesn't just happen. You're hundred percent right about mm-hmm. that. Hundred percent right. And I like what you said about being intentional. And you know, when you talked about um, the things that are always pulling at us, uh, that is why uh, what you said is so important about that secret place being that secret place of the Most High, because not everything that pulling that is pulling at us is for our good. Not everything that is trying to get our attention is actually sent by God. So, so uh, so important, right? You know, so it's so important um, that we're able to discern the difference so we know what to give our time and attention to. And so, when Mm -hmm. I brought up about um, what we believe, um, the scripture that I wanted to use to highlight that is. Um, Hebrews 11 and 6 which says yeah. but, but without faith it is impossible to please him for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him Ooh, and so so you know so when I read that I'm thinking about that to me talks about the pull of the more bounce in my life because if I really, really believe 
number one, that God is who he says he is, then I must also have the faith because it says it's, it's impossible to please him without faith. Then I must right. have the faith, right? And the belief that if I diligently seek him, as the scripture says, he is the rewarder. He will reward me. And I think that is so crucial to help us have that balance when it comes to trying to, you know, achieve and move ahead and acquire the things that we want to acquire, that we always understand that God already has things that he has prepared for us. He already has those things that he designed for us to do. And the more we seek him, the more we'll find that, wait a minute, um, it, I don't have to work as hard trying to figure out what I'm supposed to be doing. Because if I ask him, he'll show me. And yes, we do have to work at what he's called us to do. But that is valuable to work at our calling as opposed to just doing a whole lot of things. Um, I don't know if any of you that are listening have ever experienced, but I know there have been times in my life that I have been very, very busy, but it doesn't necessarily mean I was very, very productive. You know, so there's a difference between yep. being busy and productive. And sometimes people um, confuse the two. And so, well, you know, I, I know, uh, I, you know, I, I, I'm working on balance because I'm always doing something. Well, Yes, <laughs> you know, well, always doing something doesn't necessarily mean it's as productive as one would want. You know, we're trying to work smarter and not necessarily harder, you know, because it's not about and that's and see, that's why I talked about on the onset about how we view our lives and what we believe. If, if you believe you know, you kind of constantly be in the rat race and constantly be doing something and sizing yourself up against the next person, then you're going to have a much more difficult time at obtaining balance. And ultimately, you really sit back and think about at what cost, you know, if, if you never have enough yeah, time in your day, you know, to spend time with those that you love, if you never have enough time in your day to enjoy, like you said, the simple pleasures of life, of just taking a walk. And depending on your environment, um, I'm very thankful that more so now than many years ago, there's much more attention now to the importance of mental health and taking care of ourselves mentally, um, understanding that psychologically there's an impact on our productivity and what we do based on how we think and how we feel. So I'm glad that that's something that we're talking about more openly now. Um, but that's very, very important that the balance really comes from what you value, what you value. If if you value money more than anything, you know, the word tells us the the love of money is the root of all evil. So if, if, if your number one pursuit in life is money, then you might be one that's having a difficult time obtaining balance because that is not the purpose for which God created us. If your priority is, um, you know, trying to do what you can to 
take care of, of your family and your needs, that's a very valuable priority. But also recognizing that God has designed us to seek him. You know, the word tells us that, you know, man makes many plans, <laughs> but it's only God's will that prevails. So we can work and work and Absolutely. work, and, you know, Absolutely. scuffle and, you know, plan and write out. I've, I've, I've done all of these things. I, I've written out, you know, what I thought I would be at this certain time of life, what I what job that I would have. And, and it's amazing how none of that turned out to be what I thought it would turn out to be. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, because God is constantly telling us, you need to seek me first. Seek me first. Ask me first what my plan for your life is. And then it won't be this constant hustle and like, you know, just wearing ourselves so thin and we're tired all the time and we're exhausted and we're frustrated. There's a much, much, much better way to live. And, and God sent his son and told us that he came that we would have life and have life more abundantly. And I think that yeah. has so much to do with, the, you know, talking about more abundantly, I think that speaks to having more balance in life. That's an abundant life for me when I can enjoy the people that God has placed in my life. I can take time to just relax and, and I don't always have to feel that I have to be doing something in order to get ahead. And you know what? That's 100% true. When I, and, and it's crazy, this God does it every single time. And I encourage people to just, like, and I'm just going to share my story. Um, back when I was married, I was going through a lot of difficulties getting my business um, off the ground. Um, very hard um, just getting clients. Very hard um just making headway and it, it seemed like the more I did the less the less results I got and as I went through I got delivered I um, got divorced and then my business started to take off God just really was constantly I, I felt this this tug in my spirit where God was just constantly like don't forget me you know I'm here that's right. You know, I'm, I'm here so you don't have to do, you're not doing it alone. Yes. And I think what right. happens is like during that time period, I, I very much felt alone. Uh, we talked about loneliness last week. I, very, I felt extremely isolated, extremely lonely, but God was my only friend. Um, when it came down to it, when everything was said and done, when all the chips fell, he still was the only one. And so... I remember trying to get business, get clients, but I knew that to access that, I feel like I've done everything I could. I, there's only so much I know to do. I started to, to go, I went on a fast, went on a, uh, I think it was like a week fast, but, and I, and I sold, I don't just like do this, but I sold into the lives of other people, like people I would just see on the side of the road. Um, God will have me give them money. And that's really what we're called to do. Not even tithing. Like we really are called to do that. And so I did that. And I kid you not, it was the weirdest thing because it felt like I wasn't doing anything. But 
I believe in God's promise, and I, and I think there's a lot of reasons why people don't. That it's hard for them to find balance is because they're always chasing. They're trying to get chase success. They're trying to chase money. They're trying to get right. their their goals met. Right. Right. But I I just said, well, you know what? I have always been doing this. I got to do something different. So I took a chance, and I kid you not. I end up, I remember all I had, and I was really, I was broke, y'all. Like, all I had was about $13 in my account. And not knowing where my next, my next uh, client was going to come from, I used that $13, and I sold into the life of some, some homeless person and bought them a $13 meal. And God's faithfulness, he ended up, I ended up getting $1,300 back, like within 30 days. And then it just kept increasing, right? And then I found myself, even on this journey too, there's times I couldn't work. Um, I was sick or something crazy happened, like where I couldn't, but I had sown enough seeds that I will get random people and this happens, this still happens to me today. I'll get random people out of nowhere. They want to do business with me. They just pay me a check. They they pay the invoice. And I might not even, they might leave and I'll never hear from them again. Um, and it happens. And I say all that to say, I did way less than what I used to. Yes. I used to do so yes. much. And I'm doing half, I feel like I'm doing way less. And in that process of constantly like um, really taking my time to be with God, taking my time, I realized that that was the formula. Like, exactly okay, to get a balance, understand that God created everything. He's over everything. Money is honestly, we don't, it is honestly an illusion. And people forget that. Money, the only thing attached to money is the value that people give it. Right, but God did not say that we needed money. We needed Him, so He supplies everything. So whatever it is that you feel like you are working towards, and you're, it's like it's not enough, and all this, I would definitely advise you to go to God with it, because the then the, and then it's funny because I'm in the spirit of life now. Before I was doing things I felt like I had to do. And now I'm doing things, all the things I'm doing is what I want to do. Um, and the balance it now is trying to just balance, make sure that, I, in what order do I do them? So I, I have like more choices, but it's still God. Like he still yes. supplies, he still comes through. Yes. Those deals still happen. The clients still pay. Um, and I know, that's why I know, I don't know who I'm talking to. But because, you know, we kind of we're kind of moving into that distress that like really what where where we lack with balance is a lot of times financially um, is because of finances where we're, like you said, my word, we're trying to do so, so much and make so much happen. Yes. That we work too much. Yes. I don't think I think there are people in life that they really don't do enough. Right. But there's definitely a group of us that do too much. And God yes. is saying, you don't have to do all that. And it's, and it's mind blowing because I, I was in the exact same boat that some of you are like, man, I don't know. 
but you have to think well is it working that's Has right it been working that's right Aren't you tired don't you want to don't you want to do less um don't you feel like that you shouldn't it is required of you to work 16 hours out of a 24 hour day and it, and I'm sure you will say yeah like I'm tired of it well this is the opportunity to, to take a leap of faith um that's what I said God, only God knows like who exactly I'm talking to or who's gonna listen to this right but I feel like that the balance portion is that when we start getting always fitting time for God in everything else falls into place that's right. Um, exactly it, it's right. like that balance. It, it becomes like the balance happens uh, where we've been doing so much, right? You and God so and God so good, right? He doesn't even require exact like an equal scale. So we know we have to work eight hours a day the way the world's set up, right? Like generally, um, those of us that are really God is moving into more wealth. Like me, I'm learning about like obtaining wealth, and it's really about doing less and having more people do things for you right right but at the same token it is <laughs> it is super interesting that that we struggle like it's so easy to fall in either one of those spots you know you can get too lazy get too productive so all i'm saying all that to say is that balance to overcome balance you really need to just take a leap of faith and let God run your life. And yes. it's going to be scary. <laughs> it's going to be scary. But it's like, how badly do you want to get to a place of rest? Um, I, I feel like that that's one of those things. And I don't know how else we can stress it. Like, Mom, what are your thoughts? Because I feel like, especially I, in life, you might have a family, a job. Yes, I can, yeah. I can, <laughs> I can remember, yeah. um, I can remember when you and your sisters were young and uh, all of you were close in age and I can remember always feeling as if I could not really rest. I felt that. Mm. Yeah, I needed to make sure I did everything I needed to do to try to keep peace in the home as as much as that worked. Um, I had my career outside the home. I was teaching at the time, um, trying to make sure that all three of you had what you needed, um, you know, academically and emotionally, um, as well as other aspects. And yet it was just this feeling they'll then um being very active in the church we attended at the time and i i can definitely say i have learned over the course of my life that there's these pockets of situations where it seems like the more that you do the more that is expected of you to do and the more people depend on you to do so many more things it's like That's if you can so do two or three true. things i found that in teaching i ain't found it in, in in church environments you know if you step up to the plate and do two or three things 
and you're dedicated and you do it with the spirit of excellence, which God calls us to do. And you try to make sure that you do things decent order. You show up on time. You know, you do everything with due diligence. Then so often when something else comes across the table, they'll come to you and say, hey, uh, would you, do you want to do that? You know, you did so well with the last thing. We want to know if you would like to do this too. And so, and, and there may be that temptation, like you talked about, Maya, you know, well, yeah, I mean, I, mean, I really feel like, you know, I need to just, you know, do as much as I can. I need to, you know, the more that I work, you know, the more that I'm pleasing God, the more that I'm helping people. And, and I remember uh, listening to, um, I've shared, shared this with you many times, but I remember it was a Sunday um, evening. And I do not even remember who the minister was I heard on TV that evening. But it was this minister was on TV and he was talking about um, from his aspect of being in ministry, how how he just always was working and going and doing so many things. And he was but he had yet he had this heaviness on him. And he said his wife sat down with him one day and said, um, you know, listen, you have to remember something because he was talking about, you know, there's just so many needs and it seems like I'm not doing enough. And the more that I try to help people, you know, there's more people that need help. And his wife told him, you have to remember something that there's always, always going to be many needs but every need is not your calling. And that stuck with me and it hit a chord in me because again, that's going back to um, the point that we're making about seeking God because there's always going to be something that's pulling at you, but everything that pulls at you is not what God has called you to get involved in. And that's Mm, so crucial that we remember that, you know, so for me, I was kind of thinking of this this kind of creating this somewhat of like a, an acrostic using the word balance, you know. So for B, which we had quite a few B words actually, you know, we talked about you know what you believe in, you know. And I started with what is what do you believe? What do you believe is necessary for you to have that success in life and and that opportunity to enjoy life? And so Maya and I have, have hit on the next letter of balance, which is the A. And that is always seek God first. That is going to be the most crucial component of this when it comes to obtaining balance. Because without seeking God first, you will never be able to get those skills to, to, to line up. You will never have that peace because you'll be chasing something that may not even be where you need to be. And the only way to fully know what you need to involve yourself in is to see God. And, you know, you look at it from the aspect of, you know, he's the creator. You know, he created you. So who would know more about what you're supposed to do than him? And so it's that idea, like you said, it may feel scary for for some people at first because uh, it's so opposite of the world. The world is so much about self and rely on yourself and depend on yourself and do it yourself. And God is telling you something completely opposite. So no, that's wrong. This is it's not about you depending on yourself and your abilities. It's about you depending on me. You depending on me and you seeking me. 
And so if you really believe that God is who he says he is, then um, do as my said and, and, and try, take that faith and just simply say, God, I really am not sure if I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I know I'm tired. I know I'm exhausted. I know I'm trying to do the things that I believe I should be doing, but just show me. And he will. That's what's so beautiful about serving God. He is constantly wooing us to come to him and to ask him and to ask him. So when you you have the B for what is your belief system, the A for always seeking God. And then when you're able to accept Christ, as we said earlier, then you're able to do that L, which is live every day to the fullest. Um, I cannot tell you how many situations I've read about and not only read about, but have seen happen in my own life where people have worked and worked and worked and worked and then died. Not having enjoyed a lot of their life, right? Not having taken the vacations or spent the time with the family because there was, you know, there's there's this plan. As a matter of fact, um, your father was one of those people. Um, you know, oh, he comes to sure. right because remember, for he comes sure. about Man, he, you know, look, when, we're about to right. talk. Well, yeah, this is right. I'm glad he was constantly, this, so yeah, right? Because remember, I'm he would sure constantly talk about when I retire, when I retire, mm-hmm. when I retire, mm-hmm. when I retire. And um, he's an individual that we watched um, just overwork, just constantly going and going and going and going, not going to the doctor, you know, not taking really. Uh, as good of care as himself as he could have and um, just felt like the more he did the more he was showing um, that he was achieving different things that he wanted to achieve and then then at what 51 suddenly has a heart attack and he's gone and so living life to the fullest is about realizing your life is more than work. Your life is more than making money. Your life is more than, you know, getting that award or that plaque because at the end of the day, none of that's going with you. None of the working. Right. You know, I mean, you hear the, the cliche about when you die, they're going to replace somebody tomorrow, but it's very true. I, 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 remember so vividly how um, he died that Sunday, it was Mother's Day, and by that Tuesday or Wednesday, um, he worked for the school system, and someone called me from the school system about 7 o'clock one morning asking if uh, I had the phone that they had given him to input the number of hours he did certain tasks. That's just how quickly things move on without you mm-hmm. seven o'clock oh, and I was, are you really calling me at seven something morning about a phone but that is the reality of working so 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 hard and and to be perfectly honest with you Maya when you talk about being an entrepreneur as um as you know I am and as your stepfather is with the school that's something to really really think about and when it comes down to even you talked about acquiring wealth, because I'm sure all of us can attest to we know people and maybe at even some point may have been or are those people that you're working so, so hard 
but you're really working for someone else to build their dream off of your work. Yeah, you know, that, you know what I mean? That's the thing right there. Um, like that, I want, I don't want to miss that point too. That what you were saying about like what happened with dad is that sometimes like it's all about perspective, right? And that's why we're doing yeah. this is that you don't understand and it's not to be cryptic but you really don't know when your last day right that's right and we're always living for the for this moment this imaginary moment in the future you at a disadvantage um because you don't you're basically placing yourself in the negative all the time correct hoping to get positive i mean that's how i see it like when you correct constantly 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 ignore um trying to find a balance in your life and you overwork um and even if you underwork right because maybe you're not you literally just aren't doing enough and it's not acquainting to you living a life that god had for you what happens is that you will look up and your time that you spend here it you'll be gone and you have literally almost nothing to it, it doesn't you'll see that everything that you thought you were doing didn't matter like those things did not matter um as much as it did like getting to know god honestly that matters more than anything because that's who you're going to see at the correct. end of all of this that's correct any time with your family your loved ones yes that's what matters like for me a personal my personal um my personal journey towards wealth and I'm and what I'm learning and even what God is showing me, like it's to to actually have more balance. It's yes. to have more so you can do more and do yes. less on the yes. so you can so you can work less work less and, and have more. more. Yes, right. So right. that you can actually um enjoy life. Um and I and I remember those days working for 40 hours a week then come home work on a business then do housework and i'm just sitting there like well what am i doing like i literally feel empty inside and i was like to a certain extent but i was so tired and so exhausted that i wasn't listening and so normally when i get to those points god allows me to Normally in my life, when when I hit that point where I'm doing too much, God will allow me to get sick. Like I'll get a, you know, something to sit me down. But in all honesty, why do I have to do that? Like, why does God have to get me to that point? That's something that I should have already worked in my schedule to take a break. Like Saturdays, everybody knows Saturdays. I am not, um... I am literally not working. Like I'm not. I, I can't do it. Like I have to have boundaries, right? Saturdays cool. are my weekends. That's right. They are my weekends, and I and the and the big thing is that you have to start establishing those boundaries for yourself and commit yourself to finding balance. It does not happen by accident. Um, <laughs> no, it does not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it really doesn't happen. Like people, even if they have wealth, right? They could be run by the spirit of fear that they still are trying to get more wealth and they're stressed out when they have everything they really need, but they're blind to see it. 
Right. And so you have to really start, like like you said, Mom, it's about really putting in perspective what is the priority. Right. That's like the priority, that, that really is important. Um, it, it really is important to have the priority and to make sure that we, you know, you, you understand, like, how you're using your time. Um, I've become more intentional about my time. I don't entertain as much as I used to. And that all has to do with God putting me in a place of purpose now. Like, I know what I'm supposed to do. Like, every day I, I know, like, you know, I wake up, like, with a sense of purpose. And if you don't have that, God will give it to you. But I'm saying that that really now that I have to do things and I know that what I'm supposed to do, this is not the time for me to be just lackadaisically wasting my time. Um, and, and that's what it, you have to really start putting in perspective. I think some of you, you have amazing families and you don't spend enough time with them. And I think that's something that you need to be working toward quickly. And if you, and not some long drawn out plan, no. Whatever you were gonna do, whatever extra work you were gonna do tonight, I challenge you to put it away and just go spend time with whoever is in your house. That's right. It will be there. It will be okay. Oh, like, definitely will. You, it I will. have clients. God bless them. They know my, my. They know my hours. They will call. Try to call me on my off days. I have my. I have my business hours and every single email signature on all my stuff is not a surprise. But it's going to be up to me whether That's I right. allow somebody That's to right. to encringe upon my boundaries That's and right. what I need to have balance. That's right. So exactly you have right. to really, um, you have to set those set the tone, right? That's right. That's and you have to be serious about it, like treat it seriously. People will not, they don't care as long as you don't care. And you know when it comes to, um, you t like you said with your family, and when it comes to having children, I think about you and your sisters and. Now that you all are adults, what you talk to me about most is the memories that were created. And that's really what it's about. You know, um, sometimes we can get caught in the cycle of like, you know, working so much to provide, which is an, an important component of that. But at the end of the day, your children want time with you. They that's want to it. see you. That's all they and, want. I mean, that's really all at the end of the day, you know, they can have, and we know this, you know, you can have kids that have a house full of toys and games and, and all of that, but they still want you to spend time with you. They want you to you know, ask right them, there. spend time with them, laugh with them. And it, and it doesn't have to be. And I think sometimes when we talk about balance, I think sometimes we make it something that, we try to block out all these hours and hours for, you know, like, okay, well, you know, next weekend, you know, we're going to go and we're going to spend, you know, six hours on doing whatever, whatever. But that's something that may be a lot harder to achieve as opposed to, okay, let's just take 15 minutes, you know, a, a day. Call um, them. The simple, it may, it may not even take as long, but it's the attention 
that we give to the things that matter, you know, so that comes yeah, to, yeah. you yeah, know, yeah. when we're talking about, uh, so you got your, you know, your belief, you got your always seeking God, you have living life to the fullest. And then you come to that, uh, that next A in balance. That's that always sitting in the proper priorities. And mm-hmm. if it's, if, and if it's really for me, after everything that's happened and and honestly when your father died suddenly like he did in 2016 it it was a jolt and it reminded me that the people that that are in your life that you care about um the priority should be spending the time spending the time with the people as much as you can because um that's a finality death is a finality that constantly reminds us that um, tomorrow's not promised. It is simply is not promised. Mm-hmm. And no one, and we, you know, no one that I know of, when someone passes, spends time talking about, oh, they work, you know, so many hours. You know, I'm so glad how hard they work. That's I'm so, so glad, true. right? You know, I'm so glad that they won this award. That you don't really hear that. What do you hear people talk about? They talk about the character of the person. They talk about um, hopefully, if the person of family, you know, they're able to talk about how good of a family um, member they were to other people in the family, that that's what at the end of the day was going to matter. You know, your, the, the character of your life, the value that you added to the lives of people around you. That is really to, you know, the totality of why we're here is what value do we add to the people around us? What value? Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. if they never see you, right? If they never see you and all they can say is, well, he's always working. Uh, at the end of the day, that value to them may not be as high as you might think it is because you can say, well, you know, I'm always, you know, we, you know, we like to say, you know, well, you know, I'm working, I'm providing, you know, they, they, they just don't understand how important it is. But really sit down with the person and ask and you'll and you'll be sometimes surprised at what you think is adding value to them may not be what they're even concerned about it may not even be what they want right, um, right. because you know no different than us being a relationship with god is the time factor you have to invest time exactly. in seeking god you have to invest time in finding out what his will is for your life it's the same as the people in our lives that we value, you have to invest that time. Um, and and if something else is always coming before the people in your lives, um, there's there's definitely going to be a feeling of not being balanced for for you as an individual. There's always going to be that man, you know, because it's it's a it's a bad feeling inside, you know, when your children look at you one day and say, "Well, you missed all my games," <laughs> you know, you were never around for any of my games. You never came to any of my recitals. You never saw any of the, the things that I did, and you never can make up for that. You never can make up for that. And you know, we recognize that there are some of you out there that maybe working two or three jobs just to make ends meet, and and. Those are those times in life that that may be just the best you can do. And that's why we're saying seek God and this balance is something that, you know, it it doesn't happen overnight. And Lord knows, Mm -hmm. um, you know, life throws throws those curveballs and things change. And so you may be, you know, feeling like you've you've made it and everything is close and long and then bam, you know, something totally unexpected happens. And then that's what 
life often shows us. And that's why we have to constantly, constantly go back to the creator. We have to constantly go back and seek him. And so we get to the end in balance. Um, you need those moments of relaxation and rest. You need those moments. I literally yesterday um, have like, you know, like you might have a lot of different things pulling me, uh, pulling at me on any given day. Um, you know, with us having a school and me having a, a business and um, just a lot of other factors. There's always mm-hmm. um, emails. There's always phone calls. There's, you know, always something that I could be doing. And so what I've started to do and build into my day, you know, and getting this balance, it's 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 not necessarily something that you just poof and overnight, you're, oh, I'm, I'm very balanced. It's, it's making the, <laughs> you know, it's making the gradual day-to-day changes because the things that become habit are the things that we practice. And the only way you can practice them is if you start to slowly, gradually move them into your daily routines. So yesterday I made a point of, because for me, um, I am one that I enjoy people, but I do not gain energy from interacting mm-hmm. with people. I'm more mm-hmm. by nature, more of an, an introvert. So when I interact with people for a long period of time, I end up feeling quite drained. Although I enjoy the interaction and I enjoy the people and I love yep. it with people. Um, it's something that I can definitely say um, pulls away from my, from my energy level. So what I have started to do is sort of waiting till the end of the day when I'm about to peel myself off the floor is I've started to just take breaks, you know, just like we talk about, it's so important to take a break to eat. For me, it's important to just take a break for quietness, just a quietness mm-hmm. break. So um, I combined the two yesterday and it was so unbelievably powerful. I didn't have any music playing. Sometimes I use music for relaxation, but I was so to the point I did not want to hear anything. So no music, no TV, no phone, you know, no dinging. I I actually turned my phone off because I didn't want to hear the dings and notifications. And and I just sat on my couch in my living room and I had my lunch. And it was so amazingly peaceful because I intentionally just sat and just ate and I wasn't Mm -hmm. thinking about you know what I need to do next and the next thing because it's so amazing how we've been programmed I mean they've done a very good job with social media of of that instant response you know you hear the dings and you feel like you need to check it and you you know you hear all the little sounds like oh that might be important and so uh, we've been very well programmed to respond quickly you know text messages come and phone calls and and so I've started intentionally saying okay do a good job of keeping your voicemail messages empty enough so people can leave a message because if it's important enough they'll leave a message <laughs> and if it's not you know you'll get them the next time you know so just not feeling that we have to respond like you said earlier we don't have to respond instant you know instantly to everything mm-hmm. that is trying to get our attention you don't, you don't. 
You don't have to answer every single phone call. You don't have to respond to every single text right when it comes through. You don't have to check all those notifications on Facebook or Instagram or whatever the minute that you get a notification that someone has tagged you or someone that you are following has made a post. We don't just have to do that so instantaneously as we so often feel like we have to. And so it's so... You know, it's so powerful when you, because that's the whole thing. If those things are controlling you, then you're not going to be very balanced. You want to be able to be in control. You want to be able to decide, okay, this is the time that I check messages. This is the time that I answer emails. This is the time that I answer, you know, phone calls. And so I could tell, and and you can always test it by your own well-being. If at the end of that day, of every single day, you're just wiped out, um, there might not be as much balance in your life as you need. And so, you know, N-O is a very, very powerful word. <laughs> very, very powerful word. Mm, and for real. It right. And it doesn't have to be mean. You know, telling nope. someone no doesn't necessarily mean that you're cold or callous or unconcerned. It just means that you know, um, I cannot be everything to everyone at every moment of every day nor are we meant to be nor are we meant to be exactly. you know so so uh, I've, I've learned how to you know very graciously you know let people know okay well I'm not available right now but I would be more than happy <laughs> to right you For know sure. I'm more than happy I mean I did that to two or three people yesterday I had my real quiet lunch and I knew from that point on I was going to just you know move into the rest of my day you know more focused on trying to end it with not feeling so rushed and hectic and so there were some things and you know and you like I said it's a day-by-day choice you know you have to constantly weigh what gets your attention but I knew okay this person um what they wanted to talk to me about didn't have to happen yesterday it was very important I, it didn't I happen to say this. Today. I want to say this too: is that I'm telling you, y'all just got to start. Y'all got to start practicing it. Got I've me. learned. I used to be the person. I was super anxious that I would miss something. Um, yeah. With clients, with friends, family, mm-hmm. like if I wasn't always available. Yes. Like something terrible would happen, and I missed. Let me tell y'all something: the world will <laughs> go on. <laughs> like, it definitely does. It most certainly does. It will. I mean, it, but and it does. See it, if you see it in your lives, it's everywhere. There's no business that's really open um, 24 <laughs> hours, seven days a week, all year round with the exact same people working those exact same times. Exactly. Exactly. No, like they might be, the business might be open, right? But the people there are definitely not. Exactly. So it's the same thing with your life. You have to come to that. You got to make that happen. Like you got to set that into your day. You got to make that a part of how you live. Um, Because that is where you're going to start being able to actually enjoy life more. Um, And and I'm and I know like I got as we speak, I have people uh, messaging me. They know I'm podcasting. <laughs> they know. They know it, and they still feel as though they need me 
And respectfully, I just can't be there at this time because I have to have a balance, right? And, and you know, we talk about <laughs> after this because it's my time Good for off. you. Good for you. So and, you and, and that's to, the whole thing. So I'm trying that's to just let it let right? you know in real world application. You're going to have to learn, like you said, mom, you have to learn how to yes. say no. Yes, really especially when you stop people at the door. Yes, say, especially when you told people. I'm not going to be able to respond right, right. now. That's the thing. You, you need you to tell have people. built in. And, and like yes. when I first started my business, for sure, that was one of the biggest lessons I had to learn. Like people um, felt entitled to me. Yes, yes. Unfortunately, um, there's a lot of that in the world now. They yes. feel entitled to you. Yes. And yes, and the more different, unless you unless you right. communicate something, and the different. more you give in, the more advantage they'll take. So if you, you have, you know, what a, I'm saying they're not gonna. That's I mean, that's the truth. That's is, that's anybody. It is our fault to it a certain is. extent. If it we is. don't put that that guardrail right. up, that's correct. How will they know? That's correct. So if someone, if you set an appointment for someone, whether it's a client, whether it's a, a meeting. And that appointment and that time is 12 p.m. You've already scheduled it. They have the time. You have the time. And then 12 o'clock comes. No show. They haven't contacted you, haven't notified you. And then they pop up a whole hour later. And you're, as, right, and you're just as available as you were at 12. And you say, oh, that's okay. Well, what have you just told that person? That your yep. time is not that valuable and they can just pop up at any time because you have basically said oh I can I'll allow you you know it's, of course there's a right oh she's gonna come back but yeah of course there are emergencies like there are those times where <laughs> you you just have to put the you know there's a fire you gotta water it okay like we're not talking about absolutely everything but I'm gonna say, five percent of the time, it doesn't have to be dealt with right then and there. You can make adjustments. You can um, say no, and that's the thing. So with balance, like I'll say, man, and we're talking about other people, right? You know, they that constant pull. But I'll say too, even with yourself, I'm somebody. I I find I'm, I have a lot of interests. I'm learning French, I'm reading books, I'm building projects, um, I'm studying, like I don't, I'm, I like to do, I'm kind of my, as one of my friends says, I, I have my own planet, like I'm, <laughs> I'm <laughs> I mean, I know what you mean, I know what you mean, and so that being said, I have to give, my, I have to have a hard stop for me, so that's why I was like, okay, what time is it, okay, for me, I need to not be doing this. I don't need to be on this app. I don't need to be talking to this uh, category of people in my life. Right. I don't need to be right. um, at this place. I need to just give myself space to just sleep, just do nothing, not think. Um, yeah. And and then it, and that's where the balance strikes, and it works for me. So everybody's gonna be different. You gotta find. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's it's constantly like. You're getting pulled anyway. It's a tug of war, so you gotta you want to try to always kind of land in the middle. Um, some of you, you want to do more. Well, and maybe you, all, you that's part of it. That's what I'm saying. Maybe you fall more in that I don't do enough, right? Well, that's when you gotta start. That, that's a perfect excuse to just start finding out 
some of your personal interests. Spend time with God. Start reading yes. the Bible. Like yes, it's a great right. time to really plug in. Like you can just start reading the Bible. Start yep. praying. Start exercising. Start doing that. And but again, don't overdo it. It's baby steps. Yes. A lot yes. of y'all is just baby steps. You gotta start That's small. Right. This, this, but really you need to identify. I say the best thing y'all need to do from takeaway from this is start identifying what side of the line you are right now. Right. Are you doing That's too right. much? And if so, why? Is it because you are um, somebody that's in high demand? There's a lot of demands on you from life. Are you or are you doing too much? Because you just like me. Sometimes y'all, you, I'm kind of both. I do too much because other people and because of myself. Or are you not doing enough? Are you on the other side of the line where you're just not doing enough, and you're not seeing life yield any? There's no life um, yielded results from your past, you know, being very passive, things aren't coming together. Well, that this, I feel like, you know, th that's something you could do. Like you could start exploring, really see God on what you should yeah, do. So you spend your time wisely and, and just go from there. But that's my challenge today was to definitely because we're getting we're already reaching the hour mark so it's we want to open the stage for any guests anybody have a questions or a comment um but definitely the challenge is it is to look to be present right now correct be present take inventory of your life if you have a family go spend time with them today correct just do it i, I don't know what it is on my spirit i just feel like tonight is night like we just need to spend time with our family spend yes. time FaceTime yes. them call somebody laugh get off the computer stop working get off the like stop I mean some of you you gotta work I feel you but when you can make that a priority to be in other people be with the people that you love yes that's right that's right and at that I wanted to end with the last two letters of balance with the C and the E before we bring any guests on. And, um, you know, when I look at sometimes uh, of my life, when I felt like I had such a hard problem with balance, it had to do with the the, the feeling of, of wanting to be in control. Sometimes we don't have a lack of balance because we're trying to control so many factors right and the end of the day we don't have any control and so it can be one of the most humbling things to realize that the more that you try to control the things in life the less that you you're in control of those very things but really that's god's way of reminding us that he is the one in control not us and so that that c part of balance is to, you know control free take your hands off of everything Take your hands off of all those different moving parts in your life that you're trying to constantly control and line them up and make them happen. And, you know, you tried plan A and that didn't work. So now you're doing plan B and you still don't quite feel that balance because you're trying to figure out how do I get my life under control? And so, again, we are prescribing to you is go to the one who credits your life. 
and ask God because he is always in control to show you absolutely what it is that you need to do. You know, just simply asking the, this, the way that we're talking is exactly how I talk with God. It's okay, God, something is not going right. I'm not feeling the mm-hmm. peace. I'm feeling tired. Please show me, you know, where I'm getting off. Show me where I'm spending too much time because I am a thinker. So I tend to have a hard time of shutting my mind off. I do a lot of different things during the day. And then when I start to wind down at night, I can be in the bed, but my mind is still going. Just constantly thinking. Absolutely. Oh man, I could think about that. It's like when I finally slow down, my mind is still catching up with all the different things I've done. And so I have to literally do specific things to start shutting my mind off. So for me, um, it's, it's, listening to um, a, a Bible app, listen to, I, I a person love Abide. Um, I love some of their meditations. They have a lot of different sleep meditations. And it's just that slowing down. They literally walk through, you know, breathing exercises. And, and it just helps me to slow my breathing down. So then I'm able to help my mind to start slow down and then start to switch it to thinking of more things um, that relate to rest and sleep and that brings me to the Ian balance which is eternity and so I would say as you begin to work with balance begin with the end in mind meaning what are we doing from day to day that has eternal value what are we doing? What are That's we spending right our time there. in, right? That's what really are we good. spending our time in that is going to equate to mattering in eternity? When we all stand before God, you know, and, and, and he begins to read to us that these are the different deeds that you did with your life. What are we doing on a day-to-day basis that's going to be on that list? And I think that at the end of the word balance is actually so important because it's at the end but just like that beats at the beginning of the word begin to think about the end begin to think about really each day there should be an eternal awareness an awareness of eternity it should be an awareness Mm -hmm. of right we should be living our lives Your, your grandfather used to say and i love it he used to always say i'm living now to live again and so there's that constant awareness because I think sometimes we unfortunately and erroneously think we can do our quote unquote our stuff now and then we can worry about eternity later. It doesn't work like that uh, because I'm telling you that's not, how, that's, go that's not how it works. It's not a now category and, and a then category because the whole caveat to that is you don't know when your life is going to be at the end. So you know. I, I, I watched this movie and then I'm going to I'm going to end with this. I watched this movie the other night and I've been thinking about that movie ever since I watched it. And it was, you know, it was it wasn't like the best one I've ever seen, but the point of it was impactful to me. And it was about this uh, this this woman this woman who was um, a believer of God and, and served her, her church, served people in her church. And when the movie comes on. Um, you can you get the idea that that her and her husband are kind of not on the same page, so to speak. She, you know, he's busy doing a lot of work. He's constantly working, and looks like he has a business. And 
she's at home a lot and they have two kids that are young. And so she goes to the doctor. She hasn't been feeling well. Um, and, and so they, they elapse it a year later. And so then when they catch up to what's happening, she's at the doctor's office and the doctor looks at her and says, I'm so sorry to tell you, but you have cancer and it's stage four. And so she asked the doctor, well, well, how long do I have to live? You know, how, how long do I have to live? And he literally tells her, you have two weeks um, at the least in probably 30 days or 45 days at the most. Wow. So mm. you can imagine she began to, from that point on, think about eternity. And she began to think about, as the movie goes on to display, she started to think about, you know, what her legacy was going to be as far as being a wife, what her legacy was going to be as far as being a mother, what her legacy was going to be as far as being a friend to those friends that she had. And so she intentionally just started living each single day, doing what she could to, you know, to um, let her husband know that she valued their marriage. And uh, it was, you know, it was a pretty good movie with what impacted me the most was that thought of, you know, what would any of us listening, including me, what would we do tomorrow if we knew today we had 30 days left to live? It, you know, you would really, I promise you, there would be some things you would instantly scratch off your list and say, well, that's not important. That's not important. That's not that important. But the reality is we should be living every day preparing for that eternity because we really don't know when our last day will be. We don't know. <laughs> right? Very true. So, and it, you know, and it's so like, this, you know, I'm going to wait till later. I'm going I'm to make that important later. I, I'll spend more time with the family later. I'll let my wife know I love her later. I'll tell my husband I appreciate him later. You know, I, later, later, later. Later may not come. And what do you really want people to be able to say that your life is worth? What is What is your life's legacy? What do you want people to be able to say that you brought into this world and you left because that is what I want to really leave for people is if you are having a lack of balance, view it from the eternity standpoint and think about what is really going to matter in the end. Mm, Absolutely. And I think um, just to, just to end with that and we invite anyone that wants to come on stage, ask a question and leave a comment is that, you know, balance, like I said, it's definitely one of those things that we all, I feel like we all struggle with, but the ability to, the ability to be able to overcome it, it definitely comes down to it's, it's being intentional and it's having choice. It's understanding where do you fall? Are you doing too much? Are you not doing enough? And it doesn't have to be just work. Like she's saying, it could be in your personal lives with your family. Um, if you're if you're a believer and God's already given, He has a call for every believer, and that's to help save souls. Are you doing that? Um, are you coming into? Are you moving in in that direction? And I'm only 26, right? But I always, and I'm glad that I'm having this talk too. But I, I like to to think about what matters in terms of priority eternally as well. Um, I have yet to experience right having children and going and doing all these amazing things that I would like I've wanted to do. But at the end of the day, I can't be out of out of whack 
trying to get to where I'm trying to go is not going to add up. A lot of people, they work themselves to an early grave. Like we started with my dad. That's really what happened. He died at 51. And I can tell you, I can't, I can name past, I, past age 12, I can only name a few times that I actually remember spending time with him. And that, and that was totally on his, on him. That was totally on him, right? But that's what we're saying. So today, the challenge for sure is to get, spend time with your family. Take inventory of your life. Look at what really matters long term. Don't be afraid to make changes. Like, I encourage you to make some changes. Like, the the literal definition of lunacy or being crazy is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. You're literally, a lot of us are literally practicing being crazy and you gotta find, you gotta do something different. And so whether that's in business, your family, uh, find where you are on that line we're talking about. You wanna get hit that middle, that sweet spot in the middle. Um, if you're doing too much, you need to dial back, drop some things out. But if you're doing, not doing enough, you need to pray and go to God and figure out exactly what do you need to do to um for you for you to have to live a purposeful life and a life where your time it it matters like your life it matters where you impacted people um you have a family i'm i'm pretty biased i'm definitely on the on the course that you should really value your family the most they're the ones that will um continue your legacy the ones that are more likely to have memories of you and that's who you really want to um, spend your time with and pour your energy into. And if you're like me, you know, you're just single by yourself, then you need to spend time with yourself, spend time with God, because that's what you're going to see at the end anyway. Um, we have a guest, and I want to invite to the stage uh, Dr. Robert Goodman. Great. So, Mom, I want to go ahead and swap him out. Um, did you okay. have any words to say? No, I'm I'm looking forward to hearing what our guest has to say. Thank you. All right, awesome. I'm gonna just swap y'all out. And we just want to thank everybody that's been listening. Shout out to uh, Lisa DeMoss. I see Yvonne, Yvonne, Michelle, Felicia, Jessica, Amanda, Naveen, Aiden, uh, Carrie, Jacqueline, Christian. Hey, Berkeley. Thanks so much for joining us. Her Majesty. Hey, Her Majesty. I haven't heard her from you in a while. Um, we appreciate everyone that's listening. We appreciate you. Also, if you give us a follow, we'll follow back. And we want to welcome to today Dr. Robert J. Goodwin. Hey, Dr. I mean, Goodman. Hey, Dr. Goodman. How's it going? Thanks so much for joining us today. Oh, you're welcome. Um, I've been enjoying the talk. I just was walked in uh actually own the talk I was uh, in my room but I walked back into the studio and uh, but uh, keeping the balance uh, is a good thing and uh, that is uh, one of the things that I uh, really did coming up I watched my parents and my uncle actually at the age of 10 I was 10 he taught me how to drive a tractor Ply field, you know, and uh, it was just doing that, you know, and uh, getting up in the morning, doing my chores, and knowing that I have the opportunity, opportunity to.
to go out there and get on the tractor or even ride a horse, you know, herd the cattle. Yeah, I was a real country boy, you know, and <laughs> and uh, uh, I was determined to actually do what my father did, my uh, relatives, you know, because my uncle had a farm, uh, five acres, and uh, horses, cows, and and would just encourage me to go forward in doing what it is that I think is right, you know, and uh, I did that, you know, and so it's just like keeping myself uh, balanced and listening and doing, learning what they uh, are doing, learning myself, you know, actually teaching myself what they are doing, you know, and uh, that was uh, just something coming up. You know, um, what's that, 69, I was uh, one of the uh, boys that integrated from uh, Lone Oak High School, I mean, Lone Oak Junior High to, to Lone Oak White School. It was black and white. So we uh, integrated. And, uh, and actually, I heard the vice principal say, why integrate the black is going to amount to nothing? Mm, no. Quite interesting. Well, look, yes. I, I, I don't want to cut you off. I think that we're having a glitch with wisdom because I think both you and my mom are actually on the stage. So, oh. yeah, it, it's something strange. But I wanted to, just for the sake of time, see, did you have a question pertaining to balance or did you want to leave uh, a comment? Cause I, 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 I was just uh, pretty much leaving a comment. In, uh, and here's your mom. I thought you were saying mom. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But uh, yes, uh, I like to overcoming your lack of balance because I overcame of uh, being extra dyslexic, overcame that, and ended up with a PhD, a bachelor's degree. I taught in a university for 20 years. They flew me back with some forth to uh, Hawaii. So it was just like keeping my thought and balance in doing that. And mm -hmm. like now, I'm uh, 10 years uh, retired and sitting in my own home, me and my wife, 27 years. And uh, Congratulations. Yeah, and enjoying it. Yeah, just like that. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Like we, we love to be able to hear those stories. Um, Dr. Goodman, it's a, it's a blessing anytime, you know, God has allowed us to be able to overcome. Like, there's so overcome many Overcome it, that's right. You know, there's always so many things that come up in life that we don't really have, we're not prepared for, right? And to be able to say that we're still here, we're still alive, is truly um, a blessing. And we just want to thank you. Dave, thank you so much for just sharing your story, sharing your testimony. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. I pray that people... Um, you go ahead and follow Dr. Goodman if he said anything that resonated with you. Um, and we look forward to you to listening and hearing more about you. So, uh, thank you. Okay, so and you're welcome. I would just like to leave my website, you know, and um, just listen to your own out, you and your mother. Uh, my website is aboutgratification.me. I'm on LinkedIn as well as Instagram. And uh, it was fun listening to you guys. Talk with you in a bit.
right. Thank you so much, Dr. Goodman. Well, guys, look, we one thing we want to be able to sh- make sure that people feel comfortable with telling their story. Um, as things grow, come as we get a chance to really grow here on the podcast, we're looking to um, invite have guests on the podcast more off, like more frequently. Um, and we want to be able to just encourage people and just share our stories. Like a lot of us go through so many things that we keep to ourselves. And I just imagine how powerful will it be if we all came together and we really, um, you know, we just broke out of that kind of fear zone and just told what, what we allowed, like what God allowed us to go through and that able to actually grow from and become and be better people from, you know? And that's the whole point of the Overcomers Club. Um, Mom, did you have any, um, did you have any last words for Gary to Uh No, I just wanted to say, um, as you did as well, we just want to thank Dr. Goodman for coming to the stage and sharing how he was able to obtain a lack of balance by being able to listen. I thought that was very good. Being able to learn and listen, learn about himself and take advantage of those opportunities that the people around him taught him. So, um, thank you, Dr. Goodman, for sharing your story. We appreciate it. All right, awesome. Yeah, absolutely. We really appreciate you coming. So we're about to get ready to close out, guys. We just want to thank you all for listening. And then we're going to have some announcements at the end. So just stay tuned. Dear Heavenly Most Gracious Father, Lord, we come to you. We want to thank you, Lord, for this day. Just in this moment, us being able to spend time with you, reflecting on this this concept of getting balance back into our lives, um, we thank you that we were able to even spend time with you right now. Like that we're able to meet somewhere in the middle of that line. And we pray that you help us wherever we're lacking, that you help us wherever we're struggling, that you help us to really just seek you first and really have faith and trust that you'll you'll take care of the rest. Lord, we know that you said faith without works is dead, and so you, we pray that you help us do the correct works. We pray for patience, Lord, and we pray for peace. We um, pray, Lord, that you will give us your presence, or you said that you will send, our, send your presence with us, and your presence will give us rest. So we praying for that rest right now. Um, we just praying for an outpouring of your Holy Spirit. Uh, wherever those those that might have not accepted Christ, Father God, um, we pray right now in the name of Jesus for any of the, for any of you that are listening or that will listen to this. Um, this is an invitation to accept Jesus Christ, and we just want to say right now, Lord, we come to you to to the throne of grace. You're a Father, Lord. You don't look at us like we've done like we've done terrible things. You don't look upon us like we're shameful. You look upon us the way that you created us and lord that is with love and that is with acceptance and lord we come right now and we just pray that you will forgive us we repent we renounce and denounce any evil attachments evil covenants that we've made uh we put away those things that we know right now that go against you we know in our hearts are wrong we pray that you give us strength to be able to continuously overcome Lord, we we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. We accept salvation right now. For eternity is always knocking at the door. Lord, we need you more than we need anything else, no matter what. And we totally, fully accept and surrender our lives and our hearts to you right now. We thank you for loving us, even when we could not love ourselves. 
Some of us have the testimonies that you saved us when we were trying to kill ourselves. And Lord, we just thank you for another day. We thank you for life. We thank you so much for for just the joy that that comes with being your presence. Like I feel it right now. And I pray, Lord, for your spirit of joy to touch the the hearts and minds of the listeners, that they feel it as well. And Lord, we just pray, Father God, if anyone needs deliverance, that in the name of the matchless and mighty name of Jesus Christ, any evil spirit that is that is manifesting, that is dis- disturbing the listener, that it must come up and out in the name of Jesus. In the name come of up Jesus. and out. You have no authority. We find every demonic um, communication right now. We cover this line, this podcast with the blood of Jesus. We sever every demonic um, portal of communication. Um, and we we completely dismantle any evil altars right now. By fire, we, we command, Lord, that you allow your holy fire to burn up, to utterly destroy the camp of the enemy right now. In the name, in the of, name Jesus, of Jesus. That whatever it is that is distracting, whatever it is that is causing stress, that is causing sickness, that's causing disease, that's taking from the people that's stealing their lives away that it be strong that it literally be struck to the ground right now for you say you have given us um power to tread upon the heads of the of the serpents and scorpions right now lord and we do that we take authority in this situation we command every evil spirit to loose the lives of the listeners and lord we pray for an outpouring and that you're and we just pray lord that you wouldn't that you wouldn't act our spiritual help that you will dispatch our holy angels for they hearken to the sound of your word, Lord. That we we know, Lord, that those that fear you, that you that the angel of the Lord encamps around us and will deliver us. Um, we thank you and praise you right now for your word. And we and we just bless you, Father God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Oh, I'm 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 just always thankful. This is like literally the best way to wrap up. Um, any work week and I just want to um, give God glory we want to thank all of you that listen so some thank quick announcements um, did you have anything first mom no I'm I'm good Maya go ahead so some quick announcements for those of you that don't know you can listen to the Overcomer Club podcast it is now live on Spotify Apple Podcast um, Google Podcast and on the Anchor app um, we already have almost, I think, up to episode seven of season one out. So definitely listen. Go ahead and go back and listen to the beginning. Um, literally all the topics, like we talk about very hard topics, guys. You'd be surprised. I mean, we talk, talk about things from overcoming being overweight to overcoming being the black sheep in the family. And we, doing, we do this every single Friday, 7 p.m. Central Time. Um, Lord... Lord um, willing. Um, also want to announce that we have an NFT project. A lot of you don't even know what NFTs are, but we invite you um, to just follow me, Kamaya. It'll be Devout Designs with a Z on Instagram. That's Devout Designs with a Z on Instagram. I host weekly classes, sometimes twice a week, two or three times a week on NFTs, but we're actually going to be creating one and we're looking for those who want to be a part of the staff, who want to um, help us build the ministry, that want to help be just just curate amazing content 
And we're also in 2022 going to be rolling out the Overcomers Club blog. So all this amazing content you're getting, we're, we're just trying to chop it up and give it to you, serve it in, you know, five different kind of ways. Uh, but we really appreciate our consistent listeners. Um, we just pray that you all go out and be safe tonight. Um, definitely stay tuned for next Friday. I'm excited because, it, I mean, any topic that we have coming up, I feel like is very pointed to the, you know, it's very relevant to whatever is going on with the masses. And that's the only Holy Spirit led. So I don't even be knowing what we're going to talk about, right? Yeah, <laughs> it, right. It's like, it's just the way God moves. But we're super excited. We thank you all for listening. Um, we just invite that you share podcast, share this episode. Um, this is the newest episode. The way you do that, you click the little arrow at the bottom, copy and paste it in your in your notes on your phone, and just share it out. And let and share it to one people. That's the challenge. Just to share this podcast with somebody you know that works really hard. Share this with somebody that works really yes. hard. Just one other person. That's the challenge. We really appreciate it. We want to be a blessing to people right now. Uh, we we really just want to take 2022 by storm. This is the year of the church. Um, amazing things are happening. And we invite you all to continue to join us every Friday on this journey. And we just thank you. God bless you. And I hope you all have a good night. Good night.